0: Welcome back fans and friends to the whore next door and to my new friends. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Molly Stewart, and I'm here to practice my social skills and dive into the minds of the talented and creative people I am lucky enough to talk to. If you haven't already, please give the show some love, leave a comment, download an episode or share with a friend. Word of mouth helps this little podcast grow. You can follow me on YouTube for full video episodes at youtube.com slash chats. Just hit that notification bell so you never miss an episode. You can also follow the podcast Instagram and Twitter at TWNDpodcast. For questions, comments, music, art, and other submissions, email twndpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Now let's get into the show. Hello fans and friends, I am coming to you from the glorious state of my conception and birth, Michigan. I am your host, Molly Stewart. I might have said that already, I am very tired. So, unfortunately, one of the episodes that was supposed to air... Got canceled. Unfortunately, everybody's time schedule works out differently. October was a very big, heavy month. Um, I was doing a bunch of filming and a lot of preparation just to go visit my family in my home state. So I am here now and I am sitting on the floor of the bedroom that my brother put together for me, chilling. We should have some fairly decent, quietish audio. Hopefully, it doesn't sound too bad. A solo episode is not something that I was really looking forward to doing. There's a difference between just sitting around and talking on cam when people are at least texting back and forth, Um, but sitting here and just talking to myself in a quiet little room is a little bit foreign to me, but unfortunately... You guys just have to listen to my voice today. Um, I want to I want to make sure that I'm still able to be consistent with this podcast. It's something that's been very fun for me. Um, I've got to talk to so many interesting people. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys on what your favorite episodes are. I want to remind you all while we're here, uh, all submissions uh, can go to twndpodcast at gmail.com. And today we also have uh, some voice messages that were submitted through anchor.fm slash TWND as well. So we'll be getting into those. I'm going to take a deep breath. (laughs) All right. So I hate traveling. I don't know. I don't know if you guys know this about me because I, I travel so much and I love the process of traveling. I love going places. I love seeing new things, experiencing new places and cultures and cities and just everything. But the worst is having to go and sit through the airport. My God. TSA, what's the point? What's the point? I'm going to rant really quickly. I tried my best to make sure that everything For me and my boyfriend fit into one suitcase. One suitcase for a week of time. Now, if you know me and how I travel, it's horrible. I'm always bringing things for work. I'm bringing a bunch of other things that I don't need because what if I forget something and dear God, I can't possibly go to the store and replace something and so I end up packing half of my house for a week long trip, but I don't want to do that this time. So I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to spend some extra time. I'm going to make sure that everything is put together correctly. I'm going to military roll all of my clothing and I'm going to fit this all in and I'm not going to overpack, and it's going to be great. Now, my carry-on. Do you know how long it took me to pack my carry-on? You don't. So let me tell you, it took me an hour and a half to make sure that everything fit in. All the weight limits were good on everything. And there was nothing wrong with it. Nothing at all. My bag gets stopped at TSA. They're going through. I tell the guy, that's my bag. He tells me, we can only do one at a time. I'm like, oh, all right, all right. I know, I was just letting you know. I was just letting you know it's my bag. Gets to it. He asks me, is there anything sharp inside? I say, no, of course not, you know, because I'm not an idiot. (sighs) Man opens my bag. He just starts throwing things out of it. Just ripping them out throwing them on the counter, doesn't look at anything. He's almost just dead-eyeing me the entire time that he's pulling things out of my bag. Of course, there is nothing inside, because once again, I am not an idiot. Instead, this man throws everything into the bin and then just shoves it across to me and says, Here you go. You do it. Here you go. You do it. You didn't look at any of the contents of my bag. You stared at me the whole time, just dead-eyeing me. Like you're standing there jerking off and making me watch. Just so that you can explode all of my carefully placed, carefully packed items. And I could not get my bag to close. I couldn't get the damn bag to close. I was panicking that we were going to miss the flight. Of course, we didn't miss the flight. But, suffice it to say, without getting into too much of the horridness of traveling while one is on their period. The trip itself was a nightmare but upon landing it was wonderful everything was fine everything has been good so far and um i'm looking forward to getting back into the swing of things with work once i get home um i find it uh i find it very difficult to just take time away from work um even here, as you guys know, um, those of you who subscribe to my platform, I'm, I'm still messaging you all the time. I'm still sitting here on my laptop. I'm sitting here on my phone. I'm still getting things done because I hustle and I, I feel like when I'm not working, I feel like when I'm just sitting here doing nothing, that I'm wasting time, that I'm wasting my time and everybody else's time and time is valuable. We don't have very much of it, so we have to make the most of it while we have it, but um, This is a really, really boring episode, so I'm probably going to keep it a little bit shorter um, because I'm not very interesting on my own. I don't know if you guys know this about me. Um, I have some questions from you guys to get into, and I'm just going to get this out there so that we do have the consistency of posting every Monday. Um, I hope you guys have been enjoying so far um, and that you're sharing with a friend and all these other things. So let's jump into some questions. So the first comes from my OnlyFans page. So we have Nick. What got you into Corgis? When slash where slash who was the first time you tried the devil's lettuce? Oh my God, there's so many. Okay, we're going to start with the first one. What got you into Corgis? The sole reason that I own Corgis is because of the anime Cowboy Bebop. Um, And yes, to those of you who know that it's coming out, I know it's coming to Netflix. I have no preconceived notions of what it's going to be. I just assume that it's not going to be up to par just based on all of the other animes turned live action that don't typically go so well. However, I'm still going to watch it. I'm still going to fucking watch it and you know that I am um but yes actually all of my corgis have cowboy bebop names there's ein he's the oldest and the middle one is edward and he's just as insane as edward and then there's julia the youngest and the most evil they're all pretty much fitting of their names and so it kind of just ended up working out fantastically um the first time i tried the devil's lettuce i don't know can we even call that You know that here. One one thing that's interesting that I wanna I wanna touch on as far as the marijuana is one of um, one of my very interesting episodes of uh, The Hornet's Door here was with Cannavative. If you guys have not listened to the Cannavative episode and you have any interest in The Devil's Lettuce, even just to learn about it, even if it's not something that you consume, um, that is an episode that I do believe was censored. Um, it only has about 30 plays versus about at least 100 of all the other episodes. Something we actually talk about in that episode as well is the correlation of censorship between uh, the green industry and the adult industry. Um, it was, uh, interesting, interesting to see that, especially with the consistency of, uh, plays across the board for a majority of, uh, the episodes here, um, to see that censored, to see the clips using, um, clips from that episode with Cannavative being censored on social media. Um, there's definitely, definitely a lot to, a lot to dive into and unpack in that episode. So if you're interested, I believe it is episode nine, know your body, know your bud with Cannavative. I believe it's episode nine, but correct me if I'm wrong on that. Um, I found it very interesting. Uh, the first time that I did try the devil's lettuce, however, though, I did talk about on, on that episode a bit. So if you're interested um, more, like I said, feel free to, to dive into there. I wish I had somebody sitting here with me to kind of keep me on track because I feel like my brain is just all over the place. Um I feel like this episode is completely a waste of time. But it's you just you just have to keep you just have to keep plugging away and hope for the best. The first time that I ever partook of the Devil's Lettuce, I was in college. Um I was given a joint by someone who lived in a, like the shared house apartment type thing that I was living in at the time. Um, and if you want to know more about that, then I definitely recommend listening to Know Your Body, Know Your Bud with Canivative. Um, I do not currently own any firearms, but it's something that I'm interested in doing. I love shooting firearms. I love going to shooting ranges. Um, Actually, here in Michigan, my brother owns a lot of firearms, and my dad does as well. So we're looking forward to going shooting um, out of my dad's farm. So that should be really fun. Um, My brother has (laughs) my brother has an AR-15, so I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. Uh, It's one of my favorite things to do in Michigan. It's kind of just. one of those areas of the midwest it's it's one thing that's that's really fun is kind of i mean there's rules, of course, but you can get away with a lot more and it's very just how do I say it? murka <laughs> the very first night that we get in uh we order pizza on the on the way back from the airport, have the pizza on the counter, and we walk in. my brother's a r is disassembled on the kitchen table. <laughs> It was just one of the most American things that I can think of. Um, Let me see. Have you taken any kind of karate? And if so, what is your rank? No, I have not. I I kind of wanted to um, when I was a kid, but it's just not something that ended up happening. I ended up getting more into the, the balls sports, you know, volleyball, basketball. Tried my hand at softball, but dear God, that was a waste of time for everyone involved. Uh, (laughs) But no, uh, I haven't done any, any karate. So just, just the fake karate, you know, the stuff that you that you do in your bedroom alone. Uh, So let's play um, some of these uh, audio submissions as well. Let's see who we have up here. First, first, we come from George. All right, George. Hi, Molly. Just wanted to see if you could uh, regale us with some of your motorcycle stories. I hear that um, you rode from Michigan to California. That must have been awesome. Well, George, I can share. Um, My first motorcycle was a Honda Shadow. Um, Ended up taking that bad boy all the way from Michigan to California. So that is accurate. I was... Riding with two other people at the time, so we kind of did switch offs between car and motorcycle. It was so long ago, and when I tell you, I was walking a bit bow legged and it wasn't from the fun. it wasn't come kind of from the fun activities that typically make that happen. Let's just say, but um it was it was stressful, but not not in the way that I think would stress me out now. I don't think that now, at the age that I am, that I could or would ever go across country on a motorcycle again. Um, I think uh, actually just last year, just last year in August, I drove by myself from Las Vegas back to Michigan for my mom's wedding. And that was miserable. It was absolutely miserable. <laughs> the first day was wonderful. I had all these high hopes. I'm going through, going through the Hills. I'm playing all my music. It's wonderful. It's beautiful, but man. Man, it is a lot. It's not something that I think that my body enjoys doing anymore. That is for sure. Um, but the trip, uh, you know, when I was younger, that that was everything was an adventure. You know, when you're how old was I? 19, I believe. It was about 18, 19 when I made that journey. And man just the sense of adventure. Everything is new at that point. You know, for the most part, I, I hadn't traveled much outside of Michigan um, before that point, And everything seemed like a new adventure, a new, a new step. And it definitely was. And I would not trade that experience for anything. I'm not saying that I would do it again, of course, but I am so happy that that's an experience that I had. Um, Especially driving across uh, the salt, the salt beds, uh, dry lake bed salt beds of Utah. I don't know how to say it, but you know, the big salt flats. Um, It just went on forever and ever. And there's just something so free about being on a motorcycle just you, the road. I feel like you see so much more too. It's like, you know, when you're when you're driving in a car, you know, you can still appreciate the beauty around you, but it's like, you've got the roof, you've got the walls, you're still enclosed, you're wrapped up in the music, you're wrapped up in the podcast, whatever you're listening to, conversation with your fellow passengers. But when you're on a motorcycle and it's just you and the road, it's just so freeing. You can just breathe in the life around you. You can fully invest and see yourself in the scenery that is all around you. And no matter where you look, there's something new to see and your, your senses are heightened as well because they have to be, you know, nobody else on the road is paying attention to you. So it's this constant, constant back and forth between trying not to get hit by other vehicles on the road while also still just enjoying the ride. And, you know, I think that's, that's something that I do. I do miss about riding, I don't, I don't ride anymore. Um, I no longer actually own my motorcycles for those who do not know. Um, one of the, one of the stipulations of, of the, of the lengthy divorce. So, <laughs> but I, I would say that also living in Las Vegas, um, I, I'm sure that there is good riding and stuff like that, but I, I wasn't able to find it during my time there. Um, uh, and still there, especially now that I don't have motorcycles. But man, people in Vegas drive insane. I have never been in so many near collisions in my entire life. And honestly, riding on a motorcycle where it's already dangerous enough scares the shit out of me in a place where people can barely pay attention to the cars on the road or the the pedestrians on, this, on the sidewalks. So, um, but once again would not trade it for anything in the world. And I kind of miss having that, that freedom inside and that wonder and the, I guess the lack of care for self almost, because, you know, when you're young, it's, it's one of those things that nothing can hurt you. You know, um, you're invincible. You're not going to (laughs) die. Nothing could possibly happen to you. You're young. You're full of life. And, you know, everything is a mystery. Everything is a new wonder. And it's, It's not something that I would say that I lost, but I think that we all start to lose it in time. The older we get, the more experiences that we have. And there's something that's very nostalgic, thinking back to all of the adventures and misadventures (laughs) that I've had throughout my life. But looking at the culmination of all these things, good and bad, and where I am now um, is just wonderful. It It feels good inside, especially to feel like I don't have it all figured out. But I can definitely have much more figured out than I used to. And without those experiences in place, I wouldn't be the person that I am now. So I don't really know how I got off on this tangent. But let's let's move on to our next question. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. The next question comes from Ah Marilyn. Marilyn, my dear, let me hear what you have to say. Hi, Molly. This is Marilyn. I have a question. What has been the hardest thing for you during the uh, pandemic in the last year? Oh, goodness. The most difficult for me, most difficult thing for me, I'm sorry, with the pandemic. It's one of the things that I've talked about briefly. And um, I wouldn't say the the things that are hard, but I, I would like to speak a bit to the benefits Um which you know I don't know if it's crass to say um but the pandemic um for work was actually quite good for me which um then also allowed me to to help out and hire um some other friends and people that I know uh, to help with things for instance like this podcast um to to hire for other things and um luckily you know, everybody is stuck at home. And I'm someone who is typically always stuck at home. And that's typically how I have worked most of my adult life. Um, And for those who say that what I do isn't work, well, go fuck yourself. (laughs) But um, one of the things that was actually the most difficult, like it wasn't the staying home. I'm used to that. It's not the not being able to go out to eat. I'm used to that. I pretty much order in all the time anyway. Um, For me, it was actually being separated uh, from my boyfriend. I was in a, or still am, but I guess I can't say I still am in a long distance relationship because now he's here, luckily. Um, But it was 10 months of separation. And the second time also during 2020, I was supposed to travel to Australia as well to spend time with my boyfriend and his family. And... um, as as you guys know that obviously did not work out the lockdown happened a week before i was supposed to leave on that journey so we were then separated for five or six months i was able to spend about three or four months with him when he was able to get an exemption to come back and then starting in january we were separated once again for 10 months so i i think that was probably my biggest struggle um wasn't a struggle to say with him or to to you know anything like that it's just having that forced separation and you know having something that is a new relationship um it was very difficult sometimes you just want that shoulder to cry on you just need that hug you need that intimacy and i don't just mean i don't just mean fucking you know you just you need that person you need your person the one who who can make you smile when you feel like everything is horrible. But um, I think that something nice that actually came from, from something that I thought was a huge negative, because especially at the time that, you know, the lockdown first happened, um, wasn't in the best headspace. I was drinking a lot. Um, As you guys know, I no longer drink, which has been a positive, a positive result of all this. But, on top of that, even more so, I think, um during the past almost two years that we've been together now, we've had to explore each other through ways that aren't sexual at all um which is was i not is anymore, but was something that was very new to me um and I ended up falling in love with the person and not not the physical, you know um someone who I could talk to through anything and who who helped me learn things about myself um, who supported me even you know with an entire world stretched between us and um, everything that I love about this man um, I I learned not even not even being able to give him a hug or you know to go out on a date we just spent so much time talking, everyday talking, (laughs) everyday FaceTiming, just diving into each other's personalities and what makes us who we are and not what we look like. And I think that if anything, it proves to me how strong this relationship is. Um, And that's something that I was very worried about. Um, As you guys know, I stress about everything and I And I thought, surely, surely with all this separation, all this time apart, you know, he'll see what a piece of shit I am and he'll just get bored or, or I'll get bored. And, you know, it, it didn't happen. And I kept, I kept waiting for it too, for a while. I kept thinking, you know, there's something wrong with me. There must, there must be something. And it didn't happen. And I think that, um... Being able to fall in love with someone's personality um and to want to commit yourself to that person when you're not even able to touch or you know see them around you is very important um and I didn't really realize how important that was to me in until this pandemic and until not being able to just reach out whenever whenever I needed you know, a hug or, you know, just someone to someone to sleep by you at night. And having all that time alone by myself, also taught me how to deal with things like my thoughts and my emotions and really pushing myself to to stay sober, to to not drink, to continue working out, to continue living my life and, and doing my job and expanding on my job and creating and exploring myself a lot more, which I didn't do for years. I don't think that I really spent a lot of my 20s knowing who I was or even really trying to figure out who I was. Um, a, a lot of who i thought i was was created by someone else or was told to me that this is how it was this is who i was and i i came to realize that i'm a much different person than i thought i was and i think in in a very positive way um and i think that having and being forced to be alone um definitely helped with that a lot and i think that um this past two years have been a huge period of growth for me. And I'm very excited to, it it feels like I've almost started over a whole new life. Um, There's a lot of things that are bad in my past, just like with everyone. And instead of looking at that now and thinking that that's how I have to be or how my life has to be forever, um, I, I see myself in a different way. And I'm not full of this, Self-loathing and constant fear and constant stress because I have a different mindset um, from all this now, and I think that it's it's been very positive. And uh, I hope that with things like this podcast and with sharing things like I have been doing and like I hope to continue doing, that um, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully it can help other people as well um, start to explore themselves more and. And realize that, you know, nothing, nothing is perfect all the time, no matter how it looks on the surface, and that things change and things grow, and you need to change and grow as well. And that you don't have to be the same person that you were yesterday, because you're not. And, you know, I I think that a lot of people get stuck into a rut. And I've been this person and thinking this is who I am, this is only who I am. And this is the only thing that I'll ever be. Um, but we're multifaceted. We are, you know, we're like, we're like, you know, a polished gemstone. There's so many different sides and on a whole, it's this beautiful thing, but there are so many different intricacies um, that make us unique. You know, none of us, none of us is exactly the same as, you know, the, the other people in our lives, um, but all those different facets, all those different unique characteristics come together and they can create beautiful relationships, friendships, love, you know, joy. Um, Just there's so many things to unpack and unravel. And I think that we should all spend a little more time with forcing ourselves to explore the things that we really need and want out of life and out of ourselves. And um, I hope that I hope that other people were also able to take this time to maybe discover things about themselves while they were sitting stuck at home. And based on the people that I've talked to, a lot of people, a lot of people have done that. And I hope that it's something that continues and that we continue trying to be the best version of ourselves, even when we're allowed out into the world with free reign again, whenever, whenever that will be. Um, (laughs) So I don't know. Uh, I'm rambling again, so I'm sorry. Um I believe we have one more voice message from Rick. Hello Molly, any plans you can do we doing a live show for Halloween? Talk to you later, love. bye. So I will not be doing a Halloween live show. Um unfortunately my trip keeps me um away from home until the 31st. So <laughs> I will pretty much just be on my laptop. Handing out candy to kids on my phone. I don't really know that I will be in much of a position to be doing any any sort of live show. However, um, I do have a birthday live stream coming up. Uh, my birthday is on November 5th, so there will be a live stream for that. Um, I do have a Halloween episode of The Whore Next Door that will be dropping on the first of November, and there is a costume theme. So, if you're missing out on some costume stuff and you really want to see it, then make sure that you tune in. Um, there will be a video episode on YouTube for that. Um, but yeah. So, uh, I know this is going to be a shorter episode, but I wanted to upload just a little bit so that you guys could hear my voice and make sure that you guys know I didn't forget about this podcast this week. It just was something that didn't end up uh, working out with someone else. Um, but I do have some very fun guests coming up for November, some things that I'm very excited about. Can't share everything yet. And you guys know that there is an amazing Halloween scene with uh, Madison Ivy. And Jada Kai shot by Marco Severa, that we'll be dropping on Halloween, which will also make up for my inability to do a live stream. I promise. <laughs> so um, once again, thank you guys for listening. Um, I love hearing from you guys. So definitely, definitely leave me more voice messages. You guys can send submissions for questions, requests for guests, topics that you want to hear me discuss art music all of that kind of stuff to twndpodcasts at gmail.com and thank you for listening i hope that you share with a friend i hope that you save and like this episode and i will see you guys next week